0: Welcome to the Finger Guns Podcast, episode
1: 35?
0: 30-something. 30-something. My name's Roscoe. How's it going, everyone? I'm joined by Mr. Sean Davies. Hello. Mr. Paul Collett.
2: Well, hi there.
0: You sound like a late-night radio presenter right now.
2: What? (laughs) You sound like a late-night radio presenter.
0: Uh, I've got a cold. Ah. Um, That makes sense. And Mr. Greg Hicks. Hello. How's it going, man? How was your pizza? Oh, I,
3: I'm probably going to get really bad indigestion from eating it so quickly. But, you know, dedicated to the cause and all that. i try not to burp on air.
0: Indeed.
1: The, the effort is, is very well received. Thank you very much.
0: <laughs> all right, then, we've been a little bit late on this week. I do apologise about that. But we are here now What we're going to talk about everything that we have been playing this week. So, Mr. Paul Collett, in the, what feels, I don't know, a month, a year, I don't know how long it's been, what have you been playing this week?
2: So, uh, not a lot, um, I've been doing a lot of uh, crap, life crap, so uh, not had much chance to game, but I did get to play the new Terminator game, Terminator Resistance, and yeah, it's alright, it's, uh, I don't know, it's not great, <laughs> but... But it has the uh, potential to be good. And I think that's what keeps you going. Because you kind of have this belief that it's going to get better. it never does. But you keep going anyway because you know it can't be like this forever. But it is. Uh, it's one of those one, games. One of those games. It's not, it's not terrible. Don't get me it wrong. It's not like the worst game I've ever played. It's just, it's just a first-person shoot that's just not very good. Do you know what I mean? It's not like... Um, kind of like <laughs> they kind of missed the point of what it's like to be... Like what you know, Terminator films are very kind of have a very kind of certain thing about them, and that is they've been someone being chased by a near indestructible, uh, you know, robot. You know, it's like there's a kind of chase, there's a kind of like a menace to everything, yeah. Um, and it's kind of all gone because it's just a first person shooter, you know what I mean? So, you know, it could have like, um, I was hoping you know, it could have done it like hey, in isolation, for example, because that's, that's like scares the living crap out of me. Yeah, it's not a horror game, well, granted, but you know, it's a first person shooter It's just not, it sort of loses everything that what Terminator is meant to be, but you know,
0: it ain't terrible, but you know, it's a bit meh. meh. <laughs> it loses everything Terminator is meant to be, but it's not terrible. I love that review.
2: <laughs> well, uh, you know what? It's one of those things where you know, this, 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 uh, these developers have got the license and uh, I don't know, maybe they have the budget or whatever it was, but mm. you know, uh, it had the potential to be great. Um, and it's just not, but it's not terrible. I mean, you can quite happily play it, turn your brain off for a half hour, that kind
0: of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's interesting that these guys did grab the license because they made that that Rambo game uh, yeah, exactly. from, uh some years back, which again was one of those very middling shooters that wasn't great, but wasn't good either.
2: Yeah, exactly. You know, it wasn't it's terrible. very hard games just, to review.
0: Yeah, they're kind of, they've got this very middle ground kind of quality to them. But I was watching um, a stream of Terminator and they just I've never seen the T eight hundreds look so unmenacing. You uh-huh. know?
4: Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's it's really strange. It's really strange how like I remember watching those films when I was a kid. It was like I was eight or nine or something when they came out. And it was petrifying. The alien isolation concept that should suit Terminator quite well. It would that that that's a good shout. It would be quite cool to be kind of like forever hunted by a T100 and not knowing where they are. That would be a cool... Yeah.
2: Certain, I mean, you know, like, you know, sure. um, was it Resident Evil 3? That had the big dude that kept chasing you? What, was
3: it, um... what Resident Evil yeah. 3 Nemesis?
2: Yeah, is that the one
3: where that big geezer... Yeah, I like... can't remember what he's called. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
2: um, yeah, it's, it could have been like that as well. I mean, it's... Um, yeah, it's, it's just very generic. It's like it's a walking cliche, let's put it way. you know what I mean?
3: Like yeah. It shit. does. It does remind me of an alien game, but not isolation. No, I, you. You know, it's,
2: it, it's hard. It's hard to. It's hard to review. It really is because, like, you don't want to like completely compound it to the, the, the annals of crap shit games are out there. Because it's not terrible, but it's not good either. Do you know what I mean? It's just really weird. But yeah, I mean, I, I mean, the review comes out hopefully this week. I've got done, so to read it. But. If you don't wanna read it, my advice is if it comes down to a couple of quid, it's worth picking up. If it doesn't, then probably not.
0: It's the kind of game I'd love to be on Game Pass or something, just to kind of yes. you know, binge it like a crappy Netflix series. Uh sorry, Greg, I interrupted you. Uh, no, time.
3: no, no, that was what was literally the point I was gonna make was it reminds me of
0: Colonial Marines, like you said with the T eight hundreds.
3: Takes all the menace out of them when they're just stood there in front of you and you just pee pee pew till they
0: die. Yeah, it is a weird thing. Yeah, a Terminator alien kind of concept would be would be really cool. Um, have you been playing anything else? Uh, uh, Star Wars.
2: Um, oh, yeah.
0: Are you yeah. finding it? Uh, uh, I
2: don't know. I mean, it's it's great. I mean, the combat's really good. I'm really enjoying it. And uh, I'm really, I really feel like I'm in the Star Wars universe, and they've really captured that essence of Star Wars, which I think a lot of the... Uh, the sequels have sort of missed out on. But this is sort of like, you know, even though know, it takes place after the prequels, um, you still have all the kind of characters that you know from the Star Wars originals, like Stormtroopers and so on. Um, so yeah, it's really enjoyable. But it's just the something about the guy, the, the main, the, what's his name, Cal Caketon, Cal uh,
1: <laughs> just... Caketon. <laughs>
2: But, but you know what? He may as well be a caked in because he, he doesn't move at all smoothly. He, I said to you, I think, uh, guys, that he, he kind of had this walk like a string puppet. Like, you know, it just doesn't look very smooth or very heroic. It just looks a bit feeble and uncomfortable. And uh, it's bugging me. It shouldn't, but it is. But other than that, yeah, game seems pretty good so far. I ain't got far into it, but yeah, so far so Cool.
0: Good. Nice. Mr. Greg Kicks, what have you been playing, sir? I, too,
3: have also been playing Star Wars. Uh, I am really, really enjoying it. Again, like Paul, I'm not very far in it. I think I've done the first... Uh, I suppose first Temple. It feels very much like the Tomb Raider reboots. You know, like, going from sort of Temple areas, couple of puzzles, next sort of Tomb bit, couple of puzzles, and then the backtracking as well. I don't mean that as a, as a derision. I'm actually really enjoying it. I'm just not very far in it. So... Been playing that. Um, still on that Death Stranding hype. Still really enjoying that. Still oh, yeah. have is... no real proper idea as to what's going on.
0: Yeah, this is the first time we spoke, actually, since you got it at launch. Yeah, yeah, because so... we, we, we talked about it on
3: the the one on launch, didn't we, the podcast on launch of it. And then, yeah, so it's it's been two weeks now, hasn't it? Um, yeah, we're still really, really enjoying it. I, I'm not going to sugarcoat it and say, oh, ignore the reviews, go out and buy it, because I can see why it is a divisive game. Um, but I think the problem that a lot of these reviewers had when they were complaining about the the trekking everywhere is because they were playing it pre-release now one of the big points of the game is uh, connecting everyone to this chiral network thing uh, which is what opens up new sort of traversal areas and you can uh, like fast track between them and do deliveries to each other and stuff like that now one of the other selling points in, in the world map with this whole community thing is building bridges and roads uh there's these like auto pavers and if you top them up with enough materials they'll build a stretch of motorway so you can you know make it a hell of a lot easier than trying to climb over everything now you can put all these resources in yourself but once you've gone to the next sort of uh waypoint area you can then log them into the network and then you you can see that other people are contributing to these as well so you can go i I mean i went to bed one i put them say like uh one of the motorways needed um 2000 metal i put in like 500 and then went to bed and the next morning it'd been built so other people had contributed as well and that will show up in their worlds too so i think That's a lot cool. of the i think a lot of the salt from review is going oh it's boring climbing over rocks and stuff is because they didn't have that network access on pre-release to to really get involved in all that and I you should
1: the... just send review copies to more people yeah weird that
3: um (laughs) and one of the other complaints as well was that the 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 world's going to get chock full of ladders and climbing points now quite interestingly with the timeful rain type stuff it ages things so they've gotten around that by degrading them over time so it's not going to be chock full of like because one of the one of the the things i was reading on a forum board is one of the huts you go to uh it's people saying stop leaving trucks outside there because it's on a little recess so people putting bloody trucks in the way is making it impossible now over sort of real time, they will disappear from your network because timefall will erode them. And when you go too far away from your vehicle, it that will be, it'll be dismantled to stop people cluttering up the landscape. So it's very well thought out.
0: Right. Can you, can you dismantle other people's stuff? Can you move those trucks that are in the way? Uh, yeah,
3: you can get in them. It's just the problem is, though, where, where the, the one that they're complaining about is it's in like, a, a little rocky valley. So you can't... Like, people have obviously gone down there using well, gravity, funnily enough. Um, but trying to drive a truck out of rocks, it would just be impossible. Okay. So, yeah, you kind of... Well, I mean, you can blow them up if you've got some, something destructive on you, but they won't just disappear straight away. They, they will eventually go when they've been eroded. Right. So I can see why that is a pain in the dick, but the bit they're complaining about is not an integral part of the story. It's not like it's like oh they've bottlenecked this one area of the game and it's holding fifty thousand players up or anything like that. It's just one of these little side quest areas that I think is a bit of poor design choice that they allowed trucks to go down there in the first place. But that's that's by the by. I mean, as as a network thing, it's great. The game itself, yes, lots of fetch questing. If you went through the storyline, they're still taking things from point A to point B. Some of them are fragile. Some of them are time limits. But uh, yeah, I mean, the, and the story itself, I can. I couldn't give you a quick summary now, so I'm not going to try. But I'm enjoying it. I'm I'm in for the ride, as weird as it is. So yeah, cool. Star Wars. Star Wars is good. I need to put more time in that. Death Stranding have been my two games this week. Really, that's well, so, not a bad.
0: Uh, it's not a bad. No, two games, no, no. The,
3: the, they are big time sinks. Yeah. But, um.
0: Yeah. No, it's been it's been all right. Awesome, uh, Mr. Sean Davies. What have you been playing this week? <laughs>
1: I've been playing a whole bunch. So I played so was Jedi Four Order, and I have completed and I platinumed it, and it's done. I Ooh! deleted it, and yeah, yes, <laughs> um, yeah. Well,
0: uh, I guess this will come as a shock to nobody, but I've been playing Shemu Three. How is it? Talk to me. Sell us this game, go
3: on. If I've got to sell Death Stranding, you've got to sell me Shemu Three.
0: Greg, I'm not going to sell you Shenmue through Oh, God, you're
3: such a Debbie Downer tonight.
0: (laughs) You're you're not going to enjoy it. it. Okay, fine. Look, it is what it is, man. Okay, it's Shenmue. (laughs) It is like it was released in 2003. And the last 17 years never happened. But that is a very, very good thing. Because that is exactly what everybody wanted from this game you know, as a fan of the story and how it ended in 2 and how long it's been, the f- the sheer fact it even exists is an unbelievable thing. And I can walk around and I can be very very aware of the fact that Yu Suzuki hasn't probably not played a game in the last 17 years. <laughs> you know, he has, it's very in a very Kojima kind of way, not at the same level obviously, but in a very Kojima kind of way, he has his clear vision you know what i mean and there was nothing that was going to get in the way of that it has skill trees now and there's different all the capsules and stuff that you collect and the work that you do all feeds back into improving rio as a character and improving the skills. so those things are new but it's still just shenmue i mean it's just walking around talking to people it is it is a detective game you know that's what rio is essentially is just walking around looking for clues to figure out the next step and the next step and the next step and the next step and the next step and, next step and, next step. and, and to find sailors exactly and that's what that that's what Shenmue is and that's what it always has been and it's just unbelievable that Shenmue 3 is that exact Here, same yeah. thing again you so know it's it's not,
3: it's, it, it's not uh, a debacle like say mighty number no. nine or anything then like all pomp and bluster and no delivery but at the same yeah, time, I it's mean, not. it wasn't promising the moon. It's just, here is the Shenmue 3.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's like, you want a Shenmue 3, here it is. Well, that's kind of good then. Yeah, I mean, I've got, I've got no complaints about it. I'm very aware of its flaws. I know why it's bad. I know why it isn't for everyone. I know that, you know, my love for it is seeing me through certain areas because I just have to see it through at this point you know it's is it good is it bad i mean i mean it's shenmue (laughs) it's never going to you know have that mass mass market appeal and that's a good thing because you know i'm delighted with it i think it's exactly what i wanted i can't say it's the best game ever made because it most definitely is not you know it's not a disaster at all it oh i don't know that's the point of it i guess The, the voice acting is wooden the lip syncing is terrible the slow pace can infuriate the controls are bizarre
3: but the that's what stuff. i would associate shemmy with yeah exactly <laughs> so it's weird okay I, I get your point i mean that's that's what i would i mean if you you said that of any other game i'd be like oh that sounds wank but i'd go oh if if you were telling me about any other game i would go that sounds like shemmy but it is shemmy so that yeah. kind of correlates doesn't it
0: yeah i mean it's 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 cheesy and it's dumb and it's the visuals are fantastic. It's a beautiful looking game. The Unreal Engine is being uh, pushed for this one, for sure. Um, it's exactly what I wanted. Nothing more, nothing less.
1: Oh, good. Let me ask you a quick question. Go for it. If, if they decide to make another one, would you want to be modernised, or do you want them to keep it in a I'm going to say dated, um, but that's not what I mean.
0: No, because it is what it is. It's like its own genre. You know what I mean? It's it's not trying to be Death Stranding or God of War or Horizon or Jedi Fallen Order. It's exactly what it is. It is old school to the point of the same way that Ori and the Blind Forest is an old school platformer. Just looks. Just looking pretty. You know. I don't want to take it for granted. That's the important thing about it, I think. Is... I, you know, listeners of this podcast will know I've been wanting this for so long, and the fact that I finally have it, you know, I, I am a very aware of its flaws, but at the same time, it is completely critic-proof to me. This game, I don't care what anyone says, what anyone else says about it. I'm not one of those people that's like, oh well, you gamer gave it a great review, but VG twenty four seven had some issues, so it's probably middling. It's like that's just Shenmue, man you know when it first came out it wasn't a critical darling really it was revolutionary and it pioneered so many things that we now take for granted in in video games but it's such a personal thing such a personal thing to me that it doesn't matter what other people say about it and it doesn't matter what yu suzuki may do next you know whether or not you know this makes enough money for a Shenmue 4 i mean who knows you know, I'm not even really thinking that far ahead because I've got another 20 years to wait for Shenmue 4, if that had, ever does happen. And so I just want this to continue because Shenmue, I think, yeah, it is its own genre. It's just the Shenmue genre, and that's just the game that you get. It's still infuriating, and it's still annoying in certain places, but you just get lost in it. And you want to do right by Rio because he's been part of my life since I was fourteen, and this this story just has just never ended. And so, you know, I could go on for ages, so I'm going to stop. But yeah, Shembo Three is
4: no, living
3: it's, up. It's, it's good to hear you being passionate questions. about it, though. It, I'm glad it wasn't a flop, and it was what you were expecting, and then some. Yeah, it, it, I mean, it would have sucked if you'd waited all that time, got all the collector editions and everything, and went. Yeah, it's a bit shit.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Oh, good. Happy ending, then. (laughs) Yeah, so, uh, yeah, Paul, I know you've got a copy on the way, so. Yeah,
2: yeah. I'm I'm, um, excited. Yeah, a little bit,
0: hmm.
3: Because. A a little bit what? Sex Pest. What was that? Oh, Sex Pest, yeah. Oh, shit, Muse turning up. Mm. Yeah. No, it's like a
2: big long hum. Imagine that kind oh, of hmm. thinking emoji. Um, you know no, what hmm. I mean? That thinking emoji, but in you know uh, a sound. That's what it was. It
3: was a.
0: It was I don't know if I don't know if anything I've said has uh, has excited oh, you okay. or encouraged you in some Jesus way. Jesus Christ, Frost,
2: Just your passion has excited me for that game, regardless of whether I hate it or I love it, because you're passionate about it.
3: <laughs> <laughs> that was. Was lovely, that was really touching. I can't tell if that was dripping in oh, sarcasm
2: man. or not. Uh, look at that, guys. No, it wasn't actually, it was uh, it was actually quite genuine. Okay. I that Ross loves this game, and uh, and you know, I'll I'll I will power through it because I want to you know, experience what Ross experiences. So, there you go.
0: Oh my god, that was like a real actual moment we just had there. No, I feel like a, a bro hug is needed right now. <laughs> uh, I can't tell if I'm me. if I'm proud or aroused,
3: Be both.
1: We're not all about the folks and buggers.
3: When you uh, when you edited it, when you edit it, you should have when Paul's like doing his rousing speech about how Ross inspired him. You should have that like Mm -hmm. swelling orchestral like (laughs) body music. Yeah,
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm in for that. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Right. Okay. Let's move on to what else I've been playing. I haven't played nothing else because I spent most of the week um, in a different country so i'm doing anything else i left my switch at home ugh when you when you
3: say different country try not to make it sound too dramatic you went from wales to exeter (laughs) you make it sound like you've been like stretching the far off barren lands of somewhere else i know exeter's pretty dire but it's not that bad
0: i mean you can read into it whatever you like man but i was in a (laughs) different country okay it is now time
1: for uh welcome to the finger guns Tribute challenge this week, it's all about video game music. If you've never done this, quiz before... Oh, fuck fucking sick. God. Uh, if you only... Dear listener, if only you knew the struggles we've been through this week. Um...
3: <laughs> bit, a, what you won't tell, what you won't be able to tell, uh, dear listener, with Sean's amazing editing skills, because Sean's doing this one this week, what you want me to tell is we've had, we've had like a five-minute intermission because Sean sounded like he was talking on a fucking CB radio for the first half.
0: Ah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Sean did record a introduction and what we've been playing, but we've you won't be able to hear what he said,
1: unfortunately.
3: Sean, what we've been oh. playing? Go quickly. <laughs> Star Wars Platinum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um,
1: yes, welcome to the Finger Guns Tribute Challenge. <laughs> no, we're, so, we're so bootleg at this, aren't we? Ah, so fucking awful. <laughs> you know, that's right. But... Speaking of which,
3: <laughs> oh, okay. Keeping the All old right. man up. He needs. His, he needs his night quill. Well, Crash.
1: what? Are you are you ready for this quiz? Yeah, let's no, do no, this. No, no, how no, no. it works Okay, are you ready? Yes. Have you got paper? Yes. Let's do this. Okay. Yes. Oh, sorry, we just lost Paul's you got, Paul's got parts. I'm really. kidding. I'm joking. I'm joking. You didn't really. You better <laughs> Okay. Uh, question one. Okay, I want to know what series that's from, and I will give you a bonus point if you can tell me from what level. Ooh.
0: Well, now <laughs> is a bias bias, bias
3: towards but cuff, cuff.
1: <sighs> Question two: What series is this from?
4: Well, I don't know, but I've been told
3: uranium ore is worth more than gold. So sold my cad, I bought me a jeep. I got that bug and I can't sleep. Uranium, uranium fever has gone and got me down.
1: Uranium fever is spreading, spreading all around. So what series is that from? Absolutely no idea. Okay, question three. What game is this from? Okay, uh, question four. He says, almost pressing the wrong button.
2: I thought I heard the old
0: man say, Leave her, Johnny, leave her. Tomorrow you will get your pay, And it's time for us to leave her. Leave her,
3: Johnny, leave her. Is that the, the spin-off game of Fisherman's Friends?
1: <laughs> so what game is that from? Do you want game or franchise? Game. Oh, fuck.
0: Really? Oh, don't really me, Hicks.
3: I'm going to get one in per quiz. <laughs> <laughs> there, you okay. go. there you go, Sarah. There's one for your bingo card.
1: <laughs> Question five. In my dreams, I can hear you
4: calling me in the night. Everything so sweet in your eyes. I feel there's so much inside.
3: Sure. Are you playing video game music or neighbors music?
1: No. When I play that yeah. back to you later and I tell you the answer, you are going to hit yourself.
3: Can I hit you instead? Can I drive over to Stokes? You can, can try. <laughs> you can try. Okay.
1: Question six. Okay, what game was that? What? What (gasps) the fuck is this? Okay. I'm
3: going to do a poll and just say I give up already. Okay, question seven.
1: I'll give you. I'll give you a hint. Someone would normally be talking over that.
0: Oh, good. Oh, write thing. it down now. I'll just write it down right now. Is cool. it? Is it the
3: non-directors cut version of Blade Runner?
1: <laughs> okay, question eight. Oh fuck, nice. Question nine. God damn it.
3: Sounds so familiar, but I'm going to have to just go on and get a guess because I can't think of it.
1: Uh, okay. Question 10.
3: Me saying I've got it in vinyl isn't a spoiler, because I've already told Ross I've got this in vinyl. Yeah, you have. I wonder what
1: that could be <laughs> okay uh question 11 <laughs> i
2: can't get it.
0: Yeah, I've got, I've got that <laughs> one up by now as
1: well. Such Greg Bias. Okay, and the last question. What game's this?
3: Why would it cut out with a good bit? Why would it cut out with a bit that might give it away?
1: Because that bit that you just listened to is the bit that would give it away. Shut up. Maybe. Whoa, whoa, whoa.
0: That's so annoying. I know I've heard that a thousand times. Oh, are you in the same boat as me? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. As soon as you say the game, I'm going to be able to say the level and the sequence and the minute that happens. Yep.
1: Yeah, you're gonna throw tables. You're gonna, you know, Ugh. just chuck games away. You're gonna, you know, shit's gonna get real.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna chuck games away. Moving on. <laughs> right then. Well, that was the quiz. Thank you very much indeed, Mr. Sean Davies.
1: It's a pleasure as always. It's good to have you back. Thanks.
0: Right, then let's crack on with the news. And a little bit of news uh, seeped out a little bit earlier this week, or last week, I should say. You may be aware, dear listener, that our good friend Mr. Greg Hicks is a fan of a Capcom series known only as Resident Evil. And earlier this year, he got very excited about the Resident Evil 2 remake. Just just the excited. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it turned out it was pretty good, right? Yeah, game of the year. One of my games of the year, yeah. Indeed. Well, guess what? There are rumours circling around that Resident Evil 3 Nemesis is next up in Capcom's remake Pantheon. Now, it's fair to say Capcom have had a pretty badass year and they carry it on to next year with Resident Evil 3, chances are 2020 will be just as good for them. So I'm going to go straight to Greg. As a RE noob, as I am myself, is it as exciting re3 getting remade as it was for re2
3: yes again you like you say you're a noob so if you don't have any like pre-existing bias or anything you i guess you didn't play either of the original two uh
0: as yeah, in, as, as
3: in resident evil 2 and nemesis uh no I
0: didn't.
3: okay um my my experience because my experience with resident evil 2 as i've said before like i used to be able to speed run it absolutely loved it i didn't really know about nemesis coming out um i didn't really used to buy a lot of magazines at the time couldn't afford them and there was no internet as such back in our day so i didn't really know about it and then when i heard about previews of it i thought oh it's like obviously we didn't know what dlc was at the time to me it was just well i suppose what you'd think an expansion pack was on the pc i thought why are they oh is it like a extra director's cut like they did with the first one I didn't really get it, and then I saw some. uh I re- I, I sort of would read the occasional bit of magazine, to think, oh, okay, it's it's just a. Re- I'm using modern phrases now, but yeah. So I was like, oh, it's just a reskin. You're just playing as as Jill. What's really going on? So I didn't really think much of it. In the same vein that I didn't really think about Fallout New Vegas after the off the back of Fallout Three, for example. uh But then when it came out, I immediately loved it. Obviously, it carries on as Jill from first resident evil uh you do go to the same or some of the same locales as resident evil 2 so there was that immediate callback which is always nice in gaming to have that little like oh i I remember this from such and such and it just continued that amazing old school resident evil gameplay that i love now i know saying amazing gameplay will be very subjective because people complain about fixed cameras, some say it's the best thing in the world, you know, tank controls versus 3D controls, that kind of stuff but it was just it was more, like, okay, not to use you as a basic example, Ross, but with Shemu. it was just that continuation of something that I absolutely loved, and when was yeah. sort of like 13 years old-ish at the time, but you you, you don't have that wealth of games to pick from, so you, you end up latching onto them, don't you, and then you get invested in the lore of them so you know, like if you only had Nintendo, you'd get in, invested in Mario and Zelda, stuff like that. Uh, whereas for me, with the PlayStation as well, I had like, yeah, you know, I, I absolutely adored Resident Evil 2, and I just wanted to get into that universe. So when Nemesis came out and it continued and improved on that gameplay with sort of quicker combat and being able to uh, sort of quick turn 180 degrees and run away from things and crafting ammo, and the Nemesis as well following off the back of the tyrant from resident evil 2 now i don't know obviously i'm talking to you as a new but you never saw the tyrant in resident evil 2 in the first campaign the game was split into a and b campaigns so you finish like claire a you get leon b and vice versa so the tyrant was never really there so if you've only ever played resident evil 2 during the first campaign and you didn't finish the b campaigns because they were a bit diff, a bit harder and you went into Nemesis and thought, Oh, it's more of the same and then this big ass titular bastard came running at you at certain intervals that was frightening. But it made you it's a bit like Stockholm syndrome. It scares you, but you want to carry on doing it. Like it scares the shit out of you and you're worried about it, but you just wanna to... you've got that compulsion to carry on playing it. Um whereas with the with the tyrant in the second one, it was scripted in certain areas. The Nemesis, and like, like with the first Resident Evil, there was the, the dog jump window, which we all know that's infamous now for like the last 20 odd years. So there was the, the dog jump window, which we know the the liquor, um, not the liquor, sorry, the hunter. And then with Resident Evil 2, there was the certain bits with the arms through the windows and the liquor corridor. So they were scripted. And the Nemesis wasn't, I mean, he was on certain areas. There was like mini boss battles against him, but there were sometimes. Uh, you, you you'll know them now if you play it again. That he'll come through certain windows, not always, but he will. But at the time, and he, and he ran through doors. Now with Resident Evil one and two, and three, there was the 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 door thing was to hide loading times. It was it was the the safe point to another area. So if you're being chased by something, you could go back out of a door, and you'd be safe. I mean, there might be something else in the next room, but you've got that reprieve of a ten fifteen second loading screen. So. You think, oh, the Nemesis is chasing after me. I'll just leg it into the next room. And there were some areas where he'd burst through the doors. Now, that's commonplace in things like Dead Space, the Resident Evil 2 remake now, uh, Evil Within, Alien, all that kind of stuff. But at the time, that was fucking terrifying. And I think that's what made it... You, you'll see some debates that say 3 is better than 2, but 2 was bigger, 2 was longer. I'm not going to pick one, because... I can't imagine what being a parent's like, but if I had to choose one of my favorite kids, I imagine that'd be really difficult. So I'm going to say they're both great and they make daddy proud. But um, yeah, just, Resident Evil 3 really capitalized on what made 2 great and just improved on it. And it was the first series introduction officially of, I mean, Resident Evil 1 had, I believe, like a battle mode uh, in the Japanese version. I think Resident Evil 2 had a similar like, EX mode. But for us over here, it was the first real taste of an add-on game with the mercenaries where you had, like, a a timed event to reach a point B from point A, which is a different starting area than the story, and you get points, you get time, uh, sorry, you get added time for killing enemies. And it was, like, a risk-reward thing of you could run there, but you'd be on, like, a hair-trigger of a time limit, or you could deviate and rescue survivors for a bit of a time boost, but sometimes the nemesis might crop up, and there's there's one area where there's two of them. So it threw logic out the window, but there's two of the fuckers. If you down them, you get a good time boost and some extra weapons to carry you through. You had like, pre-selected characters. So you could be, like, four of the mercenaries, three of the mercenaries. And they came with, like, machine guns, grenades, magnums, all the all varying amounts. So it was like a... And, and then you could earn currency for finishing it, which you could buy special weapons to use in the main game. So it, it complemented it. And I think that was a real eye-opener for people. That was, like what went on to be Resident Evil 4 and the Mercenaries mode and that, and then the the Separate Ways campaign with Ada, and Resident Evil 5 had its... Well, there it was Resident Evil Mercenaries on the 3DS. That, Resident Evil 3 was the basis for that. So, it, it so, really sort of so made... In, in,
1: Go on. in short, you're you're very much looking forward to Resident Evil 3 being remade.
3: Yeah, <laughs> I, was just, I was just talking about it being <laughs> <laughs> I, was I would have just even woken up
2: again by the time we finished, I swear.
3: <laughs> I was just saying why Resident Evil 3 was significant for a lot of people, including myself.
0: Yeah, thank you for listening. Wow, I, I like
3: It's I... not very often I get passionate, positively passionate about something on this podcast. Normally I rant about things I hate. So, yeah. yeah.
0: Thanks, Fine. Greg. I appreciate that.
3: But yes, it's a big deal yeah. and I'm looking forward to it.
0: Thank you. My goodness, me. Guys, just patience, all right. Let the man talk.
1: He'd have never stopped. This would be like you. I were was up. Me- <laughs> I
0: was actually going to say,
3: and the mercenary thing, blah 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 blah, and then that's what's led Resident Evil Three to be a pivotal point in the series, which is why everyone's really happy that it's being remade off the back of the engine they made Resident Evil Two remake from. Ta da! And that was yeah. it. That if you'd let me finish, I would have done that thirty seconds ago.
1: Well, now you've done it.
3: Yeah. It's not very often I finish 30 seconds early, but here we go.
0: Uh, is anyone else excited about this possibility? Absolutely not. All right.
1: Sure. <laughs> sure. Sure, Resident Evil Three, um, it's had this mercenaries mode, and um, you could run. Out... <laughs> yeah, it was a great game. Loved it, and I can't wait to see what they do with the remake. As long as they see that the fact that they remake Resident Evil Three, and they can stop there, they don't need to do four. Yes, That'll they do. Don't. No, That's they the don't. The How would you no, remake? Sure How good. would you remake? No no, no, no,
3: no, You wouldn't. You wouldn't. You wouldn't repaint the Sistine Chapel, would you? Resident Evil Four doesn't need to be touched. Wait, they stop do- at
1: three. They stop at three. They get to three and they go, okay. Ooh. All of these had crappy time controls, and that's it. We're done. That's two. That's done. We're done. We're done. We don't need to remake four. We're just give it HD textures and re-release it again and again and again and again. Well, I'll take that. Fine.
2: I'll get to play it again on some sort of swanky system because that
1: was great. That you are was- just.
3: You are just. What is wrong with you? What Resident Evil four does not Hello need. That, not Resident yeah. Evil four does not need a twelfth re-release.
1: Yes, it does. Resident Evil four doesn't. It's, it's on everything available. Yeah, I want it on the PS5. I want it on the PS6. I want it on the PS7. I want to be playing it in my retirement home.
2: Mobile again.
1: He wasn't mobile, but he stopped it for some reason. You know, whatever.
3: This is why I don't get passionate about things.
2: (laughs) (laughs) We're going to beat it out of you.
3: I've got a fucking umbrella logo tattoo. You ain't going to get me out of this. uh, Exactly.
0: Exactly. Well, whoever's playing the Resident Evil drinking game is going to be fucking wasted. Enjoy does me, it? Sarah. Does it?
3: Does it count if I'm drinking whilst playing uh, whilst talking about Resident Evil?
0: Yeah, why not? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just, just. This has not been confirmed yet. This is all just kind of. I rejection. know.
3: I'm getting wildly um, carried away.
0: But you know, Eurogamer has heard about it, um, and there was a YouTuber. I don't know how reliable that is, uh, called Spawn Wave. So we shall see. But <laughs> yeah. it looks. It looks. It he looks. Sounds. It looks, it looks likely, you know. I can't be asked to fucking YouTuber names today, but yeah, given the success of Resident Evil Three, it looks Resident Evil Two, sorry, it looks likely that it's going to happen. And why not? Capcom are on a roll right now, so let's just keep that train moving. And Greg will be happy all the time, and that's all we really want. It's, it's the little things. It is, it is. So don't worry, you'll be fine. Everyone will be okay. Uh, right? Yeah, I have no. Uh, I've got no. Thoughts on this? I'm just uh, excited for Greg. I'm nice
1: like that. This is the second. This is going to be an, an Emmy nominated episode of our podcast. That's two moments of of pure friendship coming through right there. Bravo, chaps!
3: It's also going to be an educational moment if you can say nominated again. <laughs> I wasn't going to say. <laughs> you said <laughs> you said <no-benated>.
0: nominated. 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 <laughs> <laughs> uh right what's next silent hills i don't know anything about this sean do you want to take this one
1: uh so this this was to do with the news that um while having A, Q&A, one of the igm writers decided to share some knowledge about what they knew about silent hills and that something they'd heard and was probably true was the fact that when you when silent hills was in development The idea was that when you signed up to it, you'd have to input your phone number, your email address, and basically, while you played the game, you would get text messages and emails through to your phone from the characters. And never Yeah, so, I mean, we knew... Like, PT was terrifying. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. a fantastic idea. But also, do we really need to die of heart attack from having a text message?
2: Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Have you guys... um... There's a company, I used to work opposite them, uh, called uh, Unread. Have you heard of them?
1: No. No.
2: Well, they, they created a game. Uh, it's like the found phone. I think one of the first companies to make the found phone game. So you download the app and they tell the story of actors, all this kind of jazz. And they, they make it as, a, as if you found somebody's phone. So they message you and there's conversations with other characters you get to know and stuff. And it's all about big murder mystery. And it worked really, really well. Um, but you know so i've got i've got i've got visions of it being like amazing but then yeah also how many notifications do you want while playing a game I mean,
1: well i think i think we've all got like a phone's next to us or near to us while playing a game and i think if you were to get to certain parts of the game and like you know what Kojima's like he likes to break boundaries he likes to push you know the the boundaries of of design if it was that, you know, you were sitting in a room in the game and it was a quiet section of the game. And, you know, you, you remember sorry, Res- Res- uh, Sorry, Soundtale 4, where there was portions of that game where time would just pass and nothing would happen. And then something freaky would happen and it would be made all the worse because of the tension build-up during this period of, of nothing happening. And, you know, if, if that's what he could have done with this, it could have been, like, groundbreaking. And it seems like the horror genre is really pushing that these days. I mean, you know, the the game that you, both Roscoe and Greg played, the uh, su- survival horror game where you play as school kids. What was it called?
3: Obscure? Oh, the, Black know, the, Club. Yeah, the, the
1: Blackout Yeah, the Blackout Club. The Blackout Club,
3: yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, recently. Yes, that one we were going to really, really get into, and then it just became a bit of a broken mess. Yeah, well, so mm.
1: do, do you know about the, the unique aspect of that game, which is being publicised because they don't want to scare people off. I'm not going to kind of spoil it but um, when you go online to play, if it, if one of the developers is in the office they will invade your game and talk to you through the mic as the enemies.
3: Oh, I turned that feature off so that wouldn't really affect me but yeah.
1: Like this that, that's brilliant. Like you know, there, theres you know, it doesn't matter how much AI you, you program but that's like, that's groundbreaking, you know, to have a human chasing you in the game, spooking you, do the shit out. You know what I mean? And if, you know, this stuff with Silent Hills, again, really pushing the boundaries. Would you guys turn on texts and emails if it was available?
3: I don't know. I mean, I, I it's an it's a unique feature, I will tell you that. But I like to play games to not look at my phone. And there was that one game. Is it called Hidden Agenda? Where you had to get around with your friends and. Use your phones and you could all take turns and input stuff. Yes, that was great.
0: That had no appeal to me. Oh, that's well, that, so was all, that was part of the, um, the PlayLink genre, wasn't it? So yeah. Every game under that umbrella was played on your phone. Yeah, played no,
3: well. it doesn't. I mean, I'm not trying to be an ace it's, it's good in concept. And I like the fact that people try and push things sometimes. I mean, Kajima, like I say, Kajima has always been weird ever since the whole look at the code for Meryl's codec on the back of the actual box. You know, that had a real world, a real world implication to it. So it's, it's cool that, you know, people want to do this kind of thing. And it, with Death Stranding now, with the, the weird community element to it, I think, my I himself, myself included, I thought he was talking shit when he was talking about all that. But, you know, it, it's come through. What about but, old uh, Psycho Mantis? I mean, that was yeah, a, exactly. Yeah, that was, that was epic. a real, you had to get off your ass and actually change your control around.
2: Um, I mean, as long as it's not like, a, like every five minutes, walk into a room and get text message, fuck that. But like, if... You know, like you're walking down some really spooky, foggy street, and suddenly your phone goes off, and it's some weird uh, voice, or whatever. I don't know. It'd be like, what the fuck? Can we like the ring. Let the game come out your phone, out your face, or something. That'd be cool. <laughs> I've been away a long yeah, time. Cool. i get, get a lot of weirdness out.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this is turning turn into a therapy session for Paul. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> doesn't, doesn't it always? <laughs> sure is. isn't, that what, isn't that what we're really here for yeah. uh, Paul would you like some, uh, some breaking news regarding uh, the next GTA 100% because I know you love a bit of GTA rumour go on then, hit uh, me up I'm just on uh, the old Twitter right now and those guys over at Push Square have just posted that Rockstar are working on a new open world property in a medieval <sighs> setting
2: a medieval setting
0: mm. Grand Theft <laughs> Horse
2: Grand Theft
1: Astractions Grand Theft e Auto e Grand Theft <laughs> Auto
0: The Old Wagon Poloin. Uh, yeah, it's a job description from LinkedIn that's uh, looking for a rockstar artist environmental design area that is focused on medieval architectural style. So, I mean, who knows? Rockstar probably have a lot of stuff in the oven all at once. This may never
2: time wow, anything but thought, oh, time machine imagine that, that goes from fun. San Andreas down to the wild west back to medieval that'd be pretty cool
1: yes because the medieval times were in the exact same place as <laughs> the wild west <laughs> 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 time and space what? machine yeah time and space machine Yeah, you don't want to go back in time and, and where the wild west was because you'd just be standing in desert yeah you wouldn't go back to a medieval castle
3: it it just reminds me of that joke on a uh, on Red Dwarf when they they're in deep space and they get a time machine and they go back in time and they go well where are we and they're like we're in the 15th century and he's like yeah but I can see his space and he goes exactly he's like so hang on <laughs> we've just gone back six centuries but we're in the same we're in the same place and Carlton goes yeah
0: <laughs> can you imagine doing that like going back into the Wild West and be like all right cool I mean are we are are we talking Avengers Endgame rules, where the past then becomes your future? Or are we talking Hot Tub Time Machine, where everything that happens in the past then affects your future?
3: Or are we talking Terminator 2 with the whole grandfather theory of if you go back, like without the arm, there would be no Skynet. But without the Skynet, there would be no arm. Oh, man. Uh, yeah. Oh, man. Mine yeah. is blown.
2: That, yeah. that actually blew my mind back when it first came out. I was trying to get my head wrapped around it. I said, what's happening?
3: My, I'm going to give a shout out to my mate, my mate Mark again, because we had this conversation once on a couple of beers about the Terminator 2 time travel thing, and we still couldn't come up with a fucking conclusion. <laughs> so, Mark, this one's for you. I, I hope I bring back the headache we both had about 10 years ago over this. <laughs> you see, Terminator never made any sense. Terminator 2 is fucking brilliant, and that's why it's one of my favorite oh, films. Of course. And then uh... they ruined it with 3, 4, 5, 6 Genesis Dark Fate, blah, 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 blah.
2: Has anyone seen the new one yet? Any no, games? I
3: don't want to. It looks shit. All right.
0: Anyway, gaming. Wow. Um, another bit of breaking news. Facebook have acquired Beat Games, the maker of Beat Saber. Well,
3: that's for Oculus, isn't it, I guess?
0: Presumably. Yeah. Not much <sighs> exciting news, but there you go. Beat Saber now are owned by Facebook. Hooray.
1: You uh, have to say it in all caps nowadays, you know that, don't you? After the what? So, so Facebook, Facebook have have had a rebranding, and they've changed their name from Facebook capital F to Facebook all caps. So now you have to say Facebook, You, have to say, <laughs>
3: Facebook. you
1: have to say Facebook every time you say Facebook.
3: It's like the IT crowd thing, isn't
1: it? Exactly. Incoming message. So I'm still going to
0: call it FaceAke.
1: So. <laughs> <laughs> right then, should we talk about Jeff Keely?
3: What, your best
1: Hopefully.
0: friend, Jack Healy. Ah, oh, fuck
1: me. But yes. right, just, just just before we start this, I, Ross, do you know how like ten weeks ago or whatever log it was, I started to like you know we all took the piss that you don't like him that much, yeah. Yes. And he was on the screen a lot, and it pissed you off, yeah. Yes. So this last week we had a new for the, the Half Life announcement. We had Half Life Alex announced yeah and Jeff Keeley put out the one and only preview with this game and the first five minutes were talking about his history with the series <gasps> and now now I see it oh, now I see gosh. It. okay Yay. you know it, it was it was really weird because I like in about 30 seconds I went from I'm really looking forward to this game to I can't watch the rest of this video and now <laughs> i get it okay so okay, good. i'm on i'm on your side okay
3: <laughs> wow who would have thought ross's ross's hatred of one man would get such validation yeah.
1: it, this is the third emmy nomination okay
0: <laughs> Okay. go back yeah it's worth it's worth shitting on jeff Keighley for those filthy filthy emmys oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> the game awards nominations have been announced of course the game awards is on december 12th The same day as our general election, which will be fun. (laughs) So it's either staying up and watching that shit show happen, or staying up and watching this shit show happen. Yay! Anyway, what we're going to do is we're going to go through the nominations uh, relatively quickly, and we're going to just talk very briefly about if we think the games added are worthy. So we'll kick off right at the very top with Game of the Year. And they've chosen Control. Happy with that, everyone?
3: Year. We'll play it, carry on. Well, as, in, as in, are we happy with it being game of the year or happy with it being a good game?
0: Are we happy with it being nominated as game of the year?
3: Um, I can see that, yeah. It's going to be one of my games of the year.
0: Cool. Uh, Death Stranding? Nope. Mm, uh, <laughs> well, I mean, I'm loving it, but I wouldn't call it yeah, game of the so year. You haven't played it, Paul. Don't even start. I'm
2: never going to play it, even unless it's £5. Do you
3: know what is £5 pounds at the moment? Anthem. Do you know what's really, really funny? You paid 45 quid more for that. Actually, I, did not.
0: <laughs> I did not.
2: I got it at a reduced rate of 20 pounds. So
0: screw you, mofo. 50 more than what it's worth. Yeah. And I got a code. So fuck <laughs> it. Uh Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. I haven't played it. Which I, mean, it I is, loved. it's Smash, isn't it? So. Yeah. Um it, it it's absolutely one of the very best Super Smash Brothers ever made. Probably the best one. We'll see. Uh Resident Evil 2 remake. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> again one of my
3: personal games of the
0: year but that's why yeah. they're personal isn't it uh, Sekiro Shadows Die Twice
3: also one of my games of the year but I can see why people wouldn't vote for it because it's
0: fucking hard and The Outer Worlds which mm. is awesome so uh, yeah out of those um, I'm going to go round the house uh, Greg game of the year out of that lot what do you reckon well
3: I've just picked three so that's made it really awkward isn't it pick one uh, um,
0: uh, Resident Evil 2 uh, Sean Control. Interesting. Uh, Paul, have you played any of these?
1: I've played
2: none of them, but I'm going to go for Control because you guys all rated it. So, Wow. Yeah.
0: Way to grow a
3: backbone there, Mr. Journalist. <laughs> what? <laughs> I I, I, I pers- played any, so I'm going to pick one of those that you guys have played. <laughs> well, no, no. If you
2: think about it, these two guys have played it and they've waxed lyrical about it and you've played it and you've waxed lyrical about it. I haven't played it, so I can only go by your judgment, right? So, I'm going to assume that it's that good a game. So, I'm going to say, well, I'm going to play Control.
3: Yeah, but Sekiro is also a really good game. You didn't go for that.
2: Yeah, but you've only played it and the other two haven't yet.
3: Listen, so, I'll listen,
2: go go for
0: it. All right, all right. We've got a lot of Holy things to get. Shit, this is crack <laughs> uh, Right. Um, I, my personal choice, I think I'd love to see the Outer Worlds get it, but it's going to be Resident Evil 2 remake. Right. Best Game Direction, Control of Death Stranding, Wesleyan with Secure in the Outer Worlds. Best Narrative, Control of Death Stranding, uh, Disco Elysium, huh. uh, which I know Sean loves. And even though I assume you've only played it demos, right? It's out now. Have you got it on Steam?
1: Uh, I don't have it. I wish I did. I don't have the time <laughs> to play everything really uh, else. It's one of those games that I'm going to sit down over Christmas with and just dedicate a lot of time to because it's one of these games you're just going to need to lose yourself in. Yeah, And, uh, yeah, Star Wars Presidents.
0: Cool, And uh, The Outer Worlds, Best Narrative and A Plague Tale, Innocence. Which I am all about, because that game is fucking superb. And it doesn't nowhere near enough love this year. So I'm very happy to see that there. I would take that. That story was wonderful. First game I completed this year. Um, best Art Direction, Control. Nice, obviously. Control looks amazing. Death Stranding, uh, Sekiro, Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening, uh, which, yeah, the art direction is fantastic, but as long as it's running at the correct frame rate, which it doesn't it have to say. Agreed.
3: Type. I only played it briefly, at EGX, but yeah. It's the game that would make me want
0: to buy a Switch. Beautiful. Uh, Gris, which is a stunningly loved it. Uh, yeah, oh, It's beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. And it's out now on PS4. Go and buy it. What are you doing? Oh, it and, it wasn't. Ooh. And uh, Sion of Wild Hearts. Which is a fucking superb game. And looks amazing. Uh, Paul, would you go for Simon or wild hearts in that lot?
2: 100%. That game is just like a feast for the eyes.
0: Really? And uh, best, it is. best score in music? Uh, Death Surrounding? Is there decent music in Death Surrounding?
3: Um, yeah, actually. Uh, I won't go as ranty about it as it isn't Evil, but I, I got on a lot of shit with um, Sophie for talking about how I didn't like Low Raw and compared them to uh, Bonnie Vare. So I got that in the fucking neck. (laughs) But outside of the dreary ambient rock shite that is low raw, there's some very good musical direction in Death Stranding. And it's quite nice to walk around the landscape. And when things do pick up, you get the little uh, musical cues and stuff like that. So, yeah, I would would say as an atmospheric game, it suits it well.
0: Nice. Um, Devil May Cry 5 is also on there. That's cool. Uh, no, I, haven't, King- I haven't got that far into it yet, but I would agree with that. Cool. Uh, Kingdom Hearts 3. Always fun music in Kingdom Hearts 3. Cadence of Hyrule, which is that... Um, that oh,
3: crossover. from the Crypt of the... Ne- the, yeah. the Was it called? Crypt of the Necro Dancer? of the
0: yeah. Dancer, yeah. Yeah. And Sioner uh, of Wild Hearts. Another nomination for Best Score and Music. Very interesting. Yeah, the music in Sioner is superb. Um, Best Audio Design, Call of Duty in Modern Warfare. Call of Duty always gets his due for audio design because... It always sounds freaking awesome. Uh, Control, Death Stranding, Gears Five, Resi Two, and Sekiro. Best performance. let of this. Ashley Birch as Parvati in the Outer Worlds. I can get on board with that.
3: Um, I mean, as a supporting character, he was good, but I wouldn't say he carried
0: the game or anything. That's a good performance. That's what I'm saying. It's not yeah, the best no, carrying
3: I'm... of the game, is it? No, I know. I'm saying it was. It was a good eccentric character but i wouldn't say it was
0: the thing that stood out in the game for me uh courtney hope as jesse in control that stood out for me yeah laura bailey as kate in gears 5 yeah. mads mickelson in death stranding is it a good performance or is it just lots of walking and punching oh no no
3: he's oh, oh i don't want to say <laughs> why um i've only got into the story where i've Oh, how do I say this without ruining it? Slash,
0: trying to make sense by.
3: of it. He's he's good. He's very good in it, and it's very good mocap. Norman Reedus is <sighs> Norman Reedus is bloody venom snake surrogate. Doesn't say very much, and when someone tells him something, he goes, "Huh." Whereas Max Mikkelsen is a fleshed-out character, and mm-hmm. he is very good. He's he's as good as he has, he's as good as he is as the in Casino Royale. Oh, okay. Nice. You, you are drawn to
0: watching him on screen and going, ooh, what's he going to mm. do next? Yeah, he's a fascinating actor. Uh, Matthew Peretta as Dr. Casper Darling in Control. Also a good shout. Yeah. Alan, Alan, Alan Wake, Wake himself. Yes, indeed. And, uh, of course, Norman Reedus as Sam Porter Bridges.
3: Nah, yeah. see, what I, see what I just said above.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, Games for Impact. Uh, we've got Gris, which is awesome. Kind Words. I haven't played that.
1: What's Kind Words? Uh, huh? I don't know. That's an amazing game. Basically, it's like a social game where you send nice words to each other and it's just and and you get nice words from other people as well. That sounds
3: like an awesome concept, especially in this time of you know current political climate and all that kind of shit.
1: Totally.
0: It does sound really nice. Uh, We've also got Life is Strange 2, uh, Sea of Solitude, which is a brilliant game. Um, I highly recommend that. Uh, One of EA's better uh, outputs this year for sure. Uh Gris, I think I've already said that. And Concrete Genie. Which is a wonderful game. Am I the only one that's played Concrete Genie?
3: Yeah. Did you finish it? Yeah, I did. Oh sweet. I yeah, I oh, played it too.
0: Oh good. It's wonderful. I really love it. Agreed. Paul, you you'd love Concrete Genie, man. You would to get on it.
2: Uh yes, it's on the list. I'm definitely gonna pick that one up.
0: Uh, best ongoing game. We've got all the uh you know, all the live game things uh, Apex Legends Destiny 2 Final Fantasy 14 oh, yeah. which is I just, to just mad uh, Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Siege and Fortnite
3: I'd, I mean, I'd like to give I mean Siege is good I know we keep saying we should go back to it and I keep meaning to download it again but I'm, I'm really glad that Siege is still holding its own yeah, especially absolutely. against things like Apex and Fortnite and all that kind of stuff
0: yeah considering
3: yeah. My, my absolute disdain for it when it wasn't going to be a story driven game like Vegas was
0: yeah, uh, so yeah, Raven Succeeds is a quality game, they're all, they're all pretty damn good in their own way, actually. In this category, uh, best indie game, we've got Barbariz U, which is an awesome game. Um, I haven't personally played it myself, but the critical consensus and everything I hear about it is awesome. Um, Disco Elysium again, a lot of people's game of the year. That one, uh, Katana Zero, which is an awesome game on the Switch.
3: I'm not buying
0: ah damn it (laughs) Um, Untitled Goose Game which is just fantastic that actually might take it bizarrely and The Outer Wilds not worlds but wilds one of those games that is just people are absolutely loving and I haven't played it because it's not on any console that I own yet so that is unfortunate hopefully it will come soon Um, best mobile game Call of Duty Mobile, Grindstone, Sky Children of the Light, What the Golf, and of Wild Hearts. Paul, I'm going to say to you, What the Golf, of Wild Hearts, you've played these, haven't you, on the uh, mobile? I have, yeah.
2: It's, uh, it's not as good as on a, on a console. Um, no, sure. It may not, not that way, it just seems, um, doesn't seem as accurate. Of course, you, you know, you have to switch lanes and stuff pretty quick and all these kind of stuff. But it doesn't quite happen, like instantaneously or like when you swipe in whatever so it doesn't quite work but why the hell is Assemble with Ken not on that list I, I, don't, know. I
0: don't know absolutely yeah maybe you're saying you love that
2: it's my game of the year
0: nice yeah um, best community support I don't know why this is important. important Apex Legends Destiny 2 Fantasy 14 Fortnite and Rainbow Six just the same as the ongoing games uh, right one for Paul and Sean best VR games Asgard's Wrath, Beat Saber, No Man's Sky, Trover Saves Universe, and Blood and Truth.
2: Oh, that's a tough one.
0: It could be Blood and Truth, 100%. Sean, do you uh, you concur?
1: Yeah, I've played about 10 15 minutes of Asgard's Wrath, and that was on a demo, so it Mm -hmm. looks great, but um, it's got to be Blood and Truth, really.
0: Okay, cool. Um, Best action game? Got Metro Exodus. Uh, Devil May Cry 5, Gears 5, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, Astral Chain, and Apex Legends. It
3: seems weird putting Metro in that as an action game.
0: Yeah, it's not very action-filled, is it?
3: No, I mean, I suppose if you want a blanket term it it, it, it is, because it's a first-person shooter, but I wouldn't call it action. That'd be like calling Evil Within an action game.
0: Yeah, strange. Anyway, anyway. best uh, action-adventure game. We've got Control, Death Stranding, Resident Evil 2, Sekiro, Link's Awakening, and Borderlands 3 finally getting a nomination. Uh, Sean, would you put Borderlands 3 over the likes of Control? Not a chance. Okay. (laughs) Oh, cool. That's fine. That's all I need. Uh, Best RPG, uh, Disco Elysium, Final Fantasy 14. 15 did happen, right? I didn't just dream. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. It's it's obviously an inherently single-player experience, so I guess they're counting 14 in the broader sense, because it's an online game, isn't it?
1: 14's had massive expansions, yeah. Like, was it the one months. they
3: uh, is it Heaven
1: Sword? Was that Final Fantasy 14? That that was like a year ago. They, they're they on like Stormbreaker now and stuff what like was, that. It, what was
3: the re what was the reimagining called? A, a something reborn, wasn't it? A realm they, reborn,
1: uh, re, realm reborn. And then they every, basically every six months they reinvent the game. Right now, they've got a massive near crossover. Um, wow, it they, they honestly, I'm not kidding you, the, the community for that game is massive. And... It just keeps growing because the game is apparently the best Final Fantasy, even if you played solo, which is bonkers. But Yeah, cool. yeah it, it, everyone I've, sp- I've spoken to who's played it is like, it's better than 7, it's better than 8, it's, it's wild. So, yeah, maybe, maybe I'm going to jump in that.
0: <laughs> nice. Uh, what else we got? Kingdom Hearts 3, The Outer Worlds, and Monster Hunter World Iceborne. The DLC is getting nominated, which is pretty wild. It's, it's a full game DLC, isn't it? Yeah, I suppose. Uh, do you think Iceborne has got a chance against uh, Final Fantasy and The Outer Worlds and Kingdom Hearts? I don't know, I haven't played it yet. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> Sorry. <It's> all right. <laughs> My bad. Uh, fighting games, uh, Dead or Alive 6, Jump Force, Samurai Showdown, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate and Mortal Kombat 11. Mm.
1: How, is, how is Dead or Alive 6 in this list?
0: Uh, I'm assuming they needed one to fill it up.
1: I going to say mean. what was, when
0: did alive 6 come out i guess it was this year then like,
1: but... no no it wasn't this year i re- i reviewed it and that was like 2 years ago was that not 5 was that there's no way devil it... Oh. i right, do
3: it again. Maybe, maybe, maybe it did um,
1: but like i mean i know they'd re- re- released this like slim down version yeah uh okay.
3: march first was Devil May Cry 6 Cry alive 6 no march march this first year. Uh, this
0: yeah. year this year
1: Okay, I of really? the five I reviewed. They're all the same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, best family game, which is basically best Nintendo game. Uh, Luigi's Mansion 3, Super Mario Maker 2, Smash Bros. Ultimate, Josh's Crafters World, and Ring Fit Adventure. They're being with the big plastic ring that you can stick the Joy-Cons in and get really, really fit.
3: Oh, that thing I walked past so many times at EGX and went, oh, I don't want to play that. <laughs> me, Me uh, who does physical exercise didn't want to play that.
0: Yeah. I think, um, I haven't played it myself, but I think Luigi's Mansion might take that, because it's getting massive, uh, massive acclaim, I think more so than anything else on the list. Um, Strategy game, a place I know nothing about, Age of Wonders, Planetfall, um, Anno, 1800, Fire Emblem, Three Houses, Total War, Three Kingdoms, Tropico 6, and Wargroove. I have actually played Wargroove. Wargroove is very good. So yeah, Wargroove is my pick, because I haven't played any of the others. Best, best sports slash racing game. Why are these the same category? It doesn't make any sense. Sports Crash... slash racing? Yeah, they've done this. It's like all putting
3: FIFA with um, some sort of racing game, I suppose. FIFA exactly, against exactly grid. exactly they've
0: done. Uh, so, it's, <laughs> so, yeah, up against FIFA 20 and E-Football Pro Evolution Soccer 2020 is F1 2019, Dirt Rally 2.0, and Crash Team Racing Nitro Fueled.
3: That seems really so... weird to put a, a serious sports game against Crash Team Racing. Yeah, like strange... FIFA,
0: FIFA and Crash Team
3: Racing have got very different demographics.
1: And where the fuck is Garfield Racing? Yeah, right.
3: What, what the fuck is Garfield Racing?
1: <laughs> oh, yo, you want to check out Garfield Racing? <laughs> I do that community not. is crazy. <laughs> and uh, also,
0: EDA Sports, fuck you for FIFA 20. It's fucking garbage. All right? Throw it in the ocean. Oh, God, it makes me sick. It makes me so sick. Oh, it's awful. Best a game. Apex Legends, Borderlands 3, Cod, Modern Warfare, Tom Clancy's a Division 2, finally getting some love, and the mighty Tetris 99. I mean...
1: Tetris. Tetris.
0: Yeah, it's got to Tetris. take it, surely.
1: For sure.
0: Uh, fresh indie game presented by Subway. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Stay fresh. Yeah! Uh, Disco Elysium, Gris, Outer Wilds, Slay the Spire, Untitled Goose Game, and my friend, Pedro, which Greg's gonna play soon. I'm sure he's very excited about it too. Greg is very excited about it.
1: Now uh, this this uh, this award, this fresh indie game award, perfectly demonstrates to me how poorly researched these awards feel to me. Especially when the family game thing is just five Nintendo games that are, you know, equally as crap. But you you look at this and you go, okay. The award is recognizing a new independent studio that released its first game in two thousand and nineteen, and three of the nominations have released games previously.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, like
1: <laughs> Meg- Mega, they—they've you know Morbius Digital, House House are made up of, of veteran developers. This is not. This is not a new. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well done, Jeff. Well done, Jeff.
0: And finally, content creator of the year. Uh, So there's Courage, Dr. Lupo, Ewok, Greg, Greg with with, with an F in it, apparently. And Shroud. Yeah. Are we too old for this?
1: No, I'm a big fan of Dr. Lupo and Ewok, I'll be honest. Okay. Ewok's um, death and... Manages to stream, and it's really cool. And Dr. Lupo is the one big Fortnite streamer who's never had a heated gaming moment. <laughs> and he comes across as genuinely a nice guy, and he does loads of charity stuff. So, yeah, big fan.
0: Okay, and the rest of esports awards, um, which I know nothing about. So look them up; they're on the website.
1: I just need to shout out if if you're going to vote for these, because I think you can actually vote for the esports one. Uh, Golden Boy is therefore best presenter, I think. And Golden Boy is brilliant, and you should go and vote for Golden Boy.
0: Okay. Alex Golden Boy Mendez.
1: That's the one.
0: Indeed. Uh, cool. Well, those are the official Game Awards nominations. Anything major missing, do you think, uh, Mr. Sean Davis?
1: I don't like it. I don't, I don't. No, I don't, I don't like it because I, I think I don't like Death Stranding being in so many categories when and Jeff says, you know, he isn't part of the judging process. But then they say that, you know, Death Stranding was included in the judging criteria, but Star Wars wasn't. And Pokemon isn't in this list at all. And Devil May Cry isn't in this list at all. And yeah, it's it just. Devil May Cry 5 is in this list.
0: Uh, yeah, it's. Best score in music.
1: Yeah, and action adventure game. Action adventure game. We've got Death Stranding as an action adventure game, whereas Devil May Cry Five isn't in the list. Somebody explain that to me.
3: It's got really good music.
0: Yeah.
1: Cool. <laughs> I, I just I, I don't like the way I don't like these rewards. The BAFTAs are so much better for awards. And let's face it, you know the only reason we're ever going to tune up for this is the trailers. Because I don't think anyone really puts that much weight in these these awards, but especially this year, because it just feels like trash. <laughs>
0: All right. No, I sorry. You I, I watch it for the trailers, and I don't know what they're going to show this year because every console is uh, wrapping itself up. But I mean, who knows? I guess we'll get an Avengers trailer. That'd be exciting.
1: The same trailer, hopefully. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Again, on the bridge. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, on the bridge, they're arguing. And it's like, okay, yep. Seen that already five times. Be Nice to see something new. We'll see. Uh, right then, let's move on to our final piece of news. Very, very quickly. A brand new Half-Life has been announced. Half-Life Alex, which is a VR exclusive for Steam VR. That's right, isn't it? That makes sense. Yep. Yeah, That would make it after all. I'm uh, really excited about this. Not the
3: VR side of it because I haven't got one, but it's nice to see if it carries on the Half Life lineage and then might get episode three.
2: Maybe. Maybe.
0: Um, optimistically. uh, Paul?
3: Well, if it's anything like uh,
2: the Wolfenstein VR thing, then no. It it kind of shoehorned Wolfenstein into VR and it wasn't very good. So um, sometimes games that are as good as uh, Half Life. Perhaps you'd just be left alone. Kind of like Star Wars, just leave it alone, maybe make a third one. But you know, um, so I'm not
3: particularly excited by it now. Oh. <laughs> 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 I was I was expecting something a bit more positive. It's a real buzzkill. I'm <laughs> oh,
0: sorry, no. No, it's sorry, man. It's, it's just your opinion. Um, I know the the internet's kind of freaking out about it. So those who have access to, I guess, you know, oculus and stuff are and I really, really enjoy it. And I assume it's a full game, isn't it? It's a full you know, yeah. full story and all that. It's not just an experience.
1: Yeah, yeah they're, they're, they're touting in that this is the biggest AAA VR game ever made. So okay, cool. they've got quite a lot of the, their own internal staff. They've got the guys that they bought who were making uh, The Valley of the Gods. They have kind of moved on to doing this full time now. So they've got a lot of really great talent working on it. So, and it is Half Life. So, I yeah. you know, it, it's it's never going to play on my laptop with a head VR headset. I'm going to have to invest heavily for some like hardware if I was ever to want to play this. But if there's ever anything that's going to drive VR adoption, it's Half Life. You know, it, it drove everyone to Steam. Now it might drive a lot of people to VR. So we'll see.
0: Indeed, indeed. And Sissy Jones is in it. So you know, it's an Insta buy. Is she? yes that's always good news always good news oh they've got the cream of the crop for this one absolutely why not is Troy Baker in there Uh, probably (laughs) (laughs) that's true he's in every game Troy and Nolan North they're in there somewhere Uh, cool well that's Half-Life Alex which is coming to Steam VR I'm sorry we're not more excited about it but none of us have systems that can run it so (laughs) it's difficult to get really buzzed about it but if you're excited about it awesome I hope you enjoy it. I'm sure it's going to be awesome. And yes, like Greg said, fingers crossed it leads the way to Half Life 3, the elusive Half Life 3. You never know. It could happen. Shemu 3 happened. Half Life 3 could happen too. Star Citizen might happen eventually.
1: Yeah. (laughs) That's a bridge too far. (laughs) 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 All right,
0: then. Let's move on to the quiz answers. I'm in a much better mood now. You are. I was going to say, it. this you is like the you evolution of you. of Grumpy Roscoe to Roscoe. Yeah, thanks, guys. You prodded me up this evening.
3: Yay! It was. I think the, the the turning point for everyone was when you shot down my enthusiasm for that one game. I'm looking forward to. <laughs> I
0: uh,
3: I'm glad we all came together. <laughs> <laughs> hey,
1: yeah. Do you know? Do you know the the film Office Space when they all did take it out on the printer? Like that was that was that was the, that felt like. <laughs> just kicking the crap actually, out of the
0: printer. I was actually listening.
1: I was listening too, but I, I honestly thought that he'd he'd like got he'd got himself stuck in a loop and he wouldn't nope, be talking nope. about it. I was very self-aware. Forty-five minutes up. I, I do not believe it.
3: I was. I literally fucking was. <laughs> uh, let's just let's just let's just give us the fucking quiz answers. Right. We can all okay. go to bed with a cup of hot milk?
1: Nice. <laughs> Okay, question one was I wanted to know what game series and if you could tell me a bonus bonus point for what level. So here's the clip. Okay, I'm gonna ask Roscoe because he's probably gonna know this. Uh, what game series is it?
0: That is the original Son of the Hedgehog, and that is Spring Yard Zone.
1: Congratulations, you get mm-hmm. two points. Yay. yay, bias, bias. Okay, am um, I the only one that gets two points? Yep, absolutely. Yeah. Um, in, in fact, I'm in, introducing the Roscoe bonus, which means all of your answers cost five points. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, everyone gets a bonus point. Everybody gets a bonus point, Ross.
3: Well, well, what do do you just say everyone gets one point and keep it normal?
1: Well, because if you knew what the zone was, then you would get an extra point.
3: Did I get an extra point for saying what the other game, the Gunblade, was in that time? I got a almost full house. No. So just give him one for something like the Hedgehog. Give us all one for Sonic like the Hedgehog and
0: call it that.
1: So you get one point, listener, for sorry, the Hedgehog. And two points for oh, Spring gosh. Yard Zone. Thank you very much. Okay. Question yeah, three two. Three points. <sighs> well,
2: I don't know, but I've been told uranium ore is worth more than gold. Sold my CAD. I bought me a Jeep. I got that bug and I can't sleep. Uranium fever
1: has gone and got me down. Uranium fever is spreading all around. Okay. Uh, what series was that from uh, Greg? It's in Fallout, isn't it? It is four. So Don't
3: get two points with that. You're
1: going to get negative points in a minute.
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you are. You are a negative point.
1: Right. Uh, question three. tell me the answer buddy what game is that I don't know
3: what
2: well, I was going to say James Bond but
3: um... yeah yeah it was which one
2: um I don't know it's a good one uh Goldeneye there it is congratulations <laughs> are you winding up is that the right answer that, that is the right
1: yeah. answer yeah oh. can I take that point for letting him yeah oh, I mean he was a group efforts for sure <laughs> <laughs> oh, exactly point for effort it's all that matters we friends. get a
3: bonus point for carrying him
1: carrying him bullshit question four
3: I thought I heard the
1: old man say
2: leave her Johnny leave her tomorrow you he will get your pay and it's time for us to leave her Leave
3: her, Johnny, leave her. I think I know it, but the Irish accents really throw me off.
1: Roscoe, what game is that?
0: I don't know. Oh, Assassin's Creed Black Flag. Well done. Yes! Oh, yes! <laughs> it came to me just then.
1: Oh my god. It's a shanty, uh, isn't it? It's a sea shanty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah that's, I put Black
3: Flag, but it was the Irishnessness that really threw me off.
1: Yeah, you don't really get that in, in during the game, but when no, you straight the everything not, out, not it's... when you're in the
3: fucking um Caribbean. No, you're not in, Cari- in Caribbean Caribbean eye, you? you're in um like Tortuga and all that. I mean Wait, that is you Caribbean. play as a
1: Welsh guy, so and it is the Caribbean. So Welsh <laughs> is Irish. He, he you play as a Welsh guy. Yeah, so <laughs> that song is it's got Irish accents, isn't it? Yes, congratulations. Other people have accents. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> well,
3: I'm just not gonna fucking get old, but... <laughs> Question five. Wow. Me. In my
4: dreams, I can hear you calling me in the night. Everything's so sweet in your eyes. I feel there's so much inside.
1: Greg, what's the answer to that?
3: I don't know. Is it this? Is it. Hang on, what did I put? Check my phone. Did the I put past, so I don't know. <laughs> my
0: hands you, are, my I hand don't want fancy, but it's not. It's not. Okay, okay. Uh, Russ, what's the answer? It's nicest Into Dreams*.
1: That is correct.
2: Yes. Oh, oh, oh! I thought that. Can I have a point?
1: No. Absolutely <laughs> not.
2: <Did> you... <laughs> <laughs> I thought that. It said *Dreams* or something, you know, I yeah. nice yeah.
3: dreams. Dreams. I thought it must um, I thought it was *Eyes On Me* from Final Fantasy VIII, but that's not
1: it. No. Okay. Uh, question six. Paul, what's the answer to that, buddy? Is it magic pockets? That is magic pockets. <laughs> uh, Love it. Betty Boo doing the do. That's right. <laughs>
3: um, <laughs> Isn't Debbie Deb doing the do? Is that the one, the original song?
2: No, it's Betty Boo doing the do.
3: Sure. Oh, one. oh yeah, yeah. I've got it on a DJ Yoda compilation. I thought I knew it was familiar. Well, right, I didn't yeah. know what game. DJ from. Yoda, he's fucking yeah. brilliant. Yeah. Right. DJ Yoda does the eighties, yeah. Yeah, man.
1: Uh, question seven.
3: Is this the one you told us it was going to be really obvious when you tell us?
1: No. Okay. Um, Greg, what's that? No, no idea. Roscoe, any ideas? No. Paul, any ideas?
2: Is it Castlevania?
1: It's not. It's Oddworld,
2: Abe's Odyssey. Oh, well, that's just sucked out.
3: Is, the, is that... it, it was the bit where you cut it off is he's just about to say this is Rupture Farms?
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> um where are we at? Uh question eight. Tell us that one, buddy. It's Cranky Kong
3: with his gramophone at the start of Donkey Kong Country.
1: That is correct. That's correct. Question nine.
3: The question I've written is probably going to be wrong.
1: Okay, Roscoe, what's that? Seems that you think you may have made love during this. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. Uh, Paul, any guesses?
2: Uh, I'll put down Super Monkey Ball.
3: Nope, yeah. Greg. I'll be honest, I put down Echo the Dolphin, but now listening to it again, I know it's not Echo the Dolphin. Is it? I- I- I'll take the hit on this one. Is it Mario Sunshine? Nope. Oh, all right, go on then. It's Monkey Island. Oh.
2: I had Monkey in the title. Can I have a point? No. <laughs> <laughs> no.
1: It, no, no, no Finger Guns podcast would be complete without a mention of Monkey Island. So, right. Anyone got any guesses on that at all? I can tell you the answer if you want. And and, and anybody got any guesses? Um, I could I could take
2: make up some kind of funny answer, but Gregor say that's my final answer, and I will lose a point for it.
3: No, no, go on, go <laughs> on. But that's first <laughs> way, but I'm, I'm safe. You gonna what? say what?
1: Ooh. It is Shemi. So there you go. Keep well me done. safe. Well done. You, you kept me safe. Okay,
4: uh, question 11.
1: Okay, what series is that from? Uh, Roscoe. No idea. Paul. Uh Streets of Rage? Correct. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and question twelve. Paul, what is that? <laughs> is it Anthem? It is Anthem. And there's another tick on the bingo scoreboard. <laughs> 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 so, those were all 12 of your answers, and let's figure out how we did. So, let's start with Roscoe. What have you got, buddy? Seven. 7 out of 12.
0: Wait. 8 with the extra Spring Yard Zone point.
1: Fuck eight, off. 8. 8 there. Okay. Uh, Greg?
0: Well, I was going to revel in
3: the fact that I drew a Ross, but he gets his fucking bonus point.
1: <laughs> Did you not
3: get Spring Yard Zone? No, I didn't play the first one very much. I came into Sonic at Sonic 3 and Knuckles,
0: which is the greatest combination of games ever. Uh, that was the Michael Jackson soundtrack. That was on that. Yeah,
3: well, it wasn't that one, was it? It didn't give me a bonus point for being really good at something three and knuckles, didn't it? <sighs> so yes, yeah, so I got seven.
1: Okay. Seven. Boom. Uh, Paul, how did you do? Well, I didn't get the bonus point. Um,
2: so I only got nine.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're a funny guy.
0: <laughs> I know.
1: Well done, mate. So- Thanks, man.
0: <laughs> every single fucking time, <laughs> <laughs> See, I oh, got oh.
2: played the anthem thing again on the answers. I thought, oh, that's not destiny, it's an anthem. I changed it last minute.
0: Well done.
2: Here oh, we this go.
0: quiz is so fucking hard. I don't know if we can get any of these every single time, and he wins it every single time.
2: Well, it's like my poker face, isn't it? Without my face, <laughs> <laughs> poker voice. <laughs> Without right. my
0: face. Well done, Paul. Thanks, man. Bravo. Right, let's wrap this thing up with... Sorry, thank you, Sean, for the quiz.
1: Oh, pleasure, as always.
0: Uh, right, let's wrap the thing up with November 26th, which is today, as we're recording this. So, I don't know. But go and get it, because it's awesome. Gris is out on PS4. Go and buy it, because it's fantastic. November 28th, Trova Saves Universe is coming to Nintendo Switch. November 29th, PC and Xbox One gets Weakless. W e a k l e w s. Also on November 29th, one of my favorite games of last year that was criminally underrated and shut down the studio, but I'm so glad it's coming back out, Where the Water Tastes Like Wine comes to Switch, PS4, and Xbox One. If you are into your walking simulator narrative-based games, I highly, highly, highly recommend it. It is one of the most emotionally charged experiences I've ever had in video games. It is utterly utterly sensational and it's so sad it didn't do more for the development uh, team because it deserves applaud. plaudits all around the world. November 29th, Blaster Master Zero 2 is coming to PC and Pro Fishing Simulator is coming to PS4, S1 and PC on November 30th. And that's it for this week. Not a massive week, but Two of the best games, two of the best indie games of the last couple of years are out this week on PS4 and S Plus One. So do not miss them. That is in order from your friendly neighborhood, Finger Guns. And that is your podcast this evening. Thank you all very much indeed for listening. We'll be back once again next week with more gaming goodness. Don't forget to follow us everywhere. You can follow us on Twitter at F N G R G N S. You can follow us on Facebook.com forward slash Finger Guns UK. You can follow us on Twitch on twitch.tv forward slash fingerguns.net We might be streaming a little bit more soon so do go and check that out. Or you can follow us on Patreon if you really like us. For $1 a month you can keep this podcast alive on the interwebs and keep this nonsense going if you really love it that much. So, until then, thank you very much indeed for listening. My name is Roscoe. I'm joined by Mr. Greg Hicks. Good night. Mr. Paul Collett. Ciao. And Mr. Sean Davies. Toodles. Until next time. Thank you for listening to the Finger Guns Podcast. <laughs>